Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 20. Hebrews 9.27 says, in fact, inasmuch as it is appointed for men to die once and after this, judgment. 2 Corinthians 5.8, we are courageous, I say, and are willing rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. So, this body may die, but I will live forever. So they were therefore greatly mistaken, quote unquote. (laughs) Again, since the Sadducees believed only in the first five books of the Bible, Jesus used a passage from that text to point out their error. His point was that if there is no resurrection, then the text would have read, He was the God of, not He is the God of. Certainly there are a great many things concerning the eternal heaven that we do not understand, but we can rest assured that no one will be unhappy with the accommodations. Verse 39, some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you speak well. They didn't dare to ask him any more questions. This last group, they marveled at his teaching. And this group was a bit impressed at his work also. And yet, please remember that they all would soon be chanting, Crucify him, crucify him. Now at this point, they were ready to stand down, but the battle here It was over before it even began because they would fall back and regather to fight another day. Verse 41 of chapter 20 says, And he said to them, Why do you say that the Christ is David's son? David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemy the footstool of your feet. David therefore calls him Lord. So how is he his son? Now it was Jesus' turn, as it was often the method with Jesus. He allowed those who would come again, or excuse me, come against him to step inside his world only to hang themselves. Jesus now asked the ultimate question. Ironically, it's the same question that's still being asked today. What do you think about the Messiah? What is your understanding concerning him? Whose son is he? Now, Jesus was not here in seeking their understanding of him, but rather their understanding of the person of the Messiah specifically, okay? The one whom they thought that they were waiting for. Jesus dealt with them now where they were by posing, uh, I guess you could say a theological question. The high religious folks, they knew that the coming Messiah would be a blood descendant of David. And this was indeed true, though it was not all of the truth. Thus, Jesus, he poses this question to those who were in the audience that day. Now, referring back to Psalms 110, verse 1, David spoke of the coming Messiah as his Lord. But the common description of the Messiah was that he was the son of David. 
So how could this be? How could the Messiah be David's son and his Lord at the same time? For the believer, the answer is clear, you see. The Messiah would be both man and God as David's son of his bloodline he would indeed be human as David's Lord he would also be divine verse 45 in the hearing of all the people he said to his disciples beware of those scribes who like to walk in long robes and love greetings in the marketplace and the best seats in the synagogue and the best places at feasts who devour widows' houses and for pretense make long prayers, these will receive greater condemnation. Jesus, he had been dealing with these false religious leaders now one-on-one, and he did it in his own way. But now he would turn his attention to warning the people, the multitudes, and especially his disciples about those very leaders. He would herein shine the light of hypocrisy on their actions. They were doing religious works, you see, but they were doing them so people could see them do them. Even their clothes were chosen with a self-righteous motivation. They were worn to simply imply status and to denote prestige. Such a passage well begs our personal attention. Because all of us who serve God need to regularly check our motives behind why we're doing so. Generally, the areas we serve in, well, they are a good giveaway as to what we think of ourselves. Because many folks, they only show up when they can be on stage or receive human praise for their work. It was not what these guys taught that was particularly bad, but rather the lies they led while being in possession of that information that warranted this very real warning. In time, they were ultimately denied their official positions and now they have lost those positions for hundreds of years. And no less a fate can be expected for those of us who oversee in the age of the church and those of us who fail to lead by deed as well as by word. Jesus, he spared no rebuke and scorn for individuals who took upon themselves the privilege of position without living up to the standard. Ironically, there are those who chastise me for making a similar rebuke towards a wolf in our midst. (laughs) But Jesus was taking care of his sheep, as any good shepherd will do, and I will continue to attempt to do my best to follow in that path. The pride of these men was manifested in their desire to be front and center. All that they did was for show and for attention. Jesus says that their condemnation will be greater than it will be for others. Why is this? Well, because they knew better. They knew what the scripture said, but were ignoring its directives. Therefore, what does that say to us who fill the pews of churches across America each Sunday? Can we in any way imagine the same requirements and subsequent responsibilities that they will not be leveled at us? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.